Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Janya. And today we're talking about Season 2, Episode 12, The Wrath of the Villains, Mr. Freeze. Dun, dun, dun. Because apparently we're still going with the blank of the villains. Well, I'm glad that they, in the, in the back half, that they, they were no longer the rise of the villains. The villains have risen. <laughs> the villains have risen. They have, they have risen. <laughs> They're like bread. You have to let them rise. And so now we're having the wrath of the villains. I was like, we got all the previously ons and we kept showing Jerome. And I was just like, like part of me was just holding out hope we'd get a glimpse of him somewhere. And we did not. Well, not this episode. We did not. So. So. But it was good. It was, I did not realize how much I missed the show. Yeah, it was fun. Jim continues to be a train wreck. (laughs) He is so awful. (laughs) Ed continues to be Ed. My my murder son. Oh, the murder husbands are still there. Yes. Penguin is my other murder son. Oh, beautiful. And Harvey actually spoke lines. Yeah, and did police work. And I was very excited. Got some head. <laughs> you knew I was going to have to make a joke I about know, that. I know. And I, I just love you for it. Slipped it in early. Slipped it. Slipped it in. <laughs> Beautiful. It was beautiful. <laughs> so, oh gosh! And it. Well, I remember like in season one how much we complained about how choppy the show is. Yeah, it's really started to take form. Yeah, now that we're not hitting like five hundred people, because like although we saw almost everybody, almost everybody, like, but we didn't feel the need to cram Bruce in for no good reason. No, like I don't just need to see somebody just to see them. Well, we saw Selena, but we just saw her for a second. Yeah. And that was it. And that was enough. Yeah. So I was very, very excited. I was excited to get back to this show. Yes. Um, so this was directed by Nick Copas, who also directed the Scarecrow episode. Eh. Um, he comes back for episode 15 of this season. Okay. He's directed for Arrow, Flash, uh, the Deliverance episode of Sleepy Hollow. Okay. Um, and the Citizen Fang episode of Supernatural. Which, which was the Benny episode. Oh, Oh, yeah, the season eight Benny episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and it was written by Bruno Heller, who's the creator, and Megan Mostyn Brown was the story editor. So, this is typical with what we've seen. Bruno Heller usually comes in and does the first of the season, mm-hmm. the mid-season finale, mm-hmm. the first episode back, and the finale at least. So, what you're telling me is that this entire show is a fan fiction. Yes. Of his. Yes. I understand. It's, yeah. I, I, it, that makes everything clear now. It's a prequel, because it's not really an AU. No. I mean, I suppose it's an AU of the canon. It is an AU of the canon. It's a prequel AU. Yeah. It's really a part of Bruce's life that never really has gotten explored. Yeah, which I think is really cool, and I think that's why we're watching it, because we ain't watching it for Jim. Well, and as we know, um, across the Batman universe, even in uh, alternate universes, becomes canon from time to time. Yeah. Um, for example, we were talking about, um, right before we recorded, that um, Mr. Freeze mm-hmm. originally was Mr. Zero. He got picked up into the 1960s Batman show. He was recoined uh, Mr. Freeze and given a backstory. Mm-hmm. And then that carried back over to the comics. Uh. So it. Who knows how much of this will actually bleed into the comics. Okay. And uh, I do have a correction. I have IMDb. I I was questioning it because they only had Bruno Heller listed. 
and so I wanted to question it. Um, Ken Woodruff is actually the writer of this. Bruno Hiller was just credited as the creator, mm. and apparently they just chucked I him on there. I still think he's AU in this. Yeah. I'm not letting go. He, um, but, but uh, Woodruff also wrote Rise of the Villains, Knock Knock, which is one of my favorite episodes, uh, Beast of Prey, Scarecrow, and Harvey Dent. And Arkham. Oh, Arkham! That's one of my favorite episodes. Scarecrow and Harvey. Scarecrow was terrible. Scarecrow's terrible. Harvey Dent was terrible. Beast of Prey well, was Well, I don't know that the episode better. was terrible as much as the character is I just, just hate Harvey Dent. Like, he just does nothing for me. Not even a but little bit. Knock Knock was... Knock Knock and Arkham. Primo. Were good, so... So, yeah. All right, you want to get into this one? I do. Let's do it. Uh, except for we start out with Jim. Oh, dear God. And Jim, Jim continues to be my least favorite character well, in this entire show. <laughs> I know, right? Well, we, we do at least get the uh, the recap of the first half of the season. That was kind of cool. So that cool. helped bring us, but that was like, when we were watching that, I was like, oh, and them, and that, and that happened, and oh, I can't mm-hmm. wait to see what happens next. I gotta say, I kind of like the way they did this with Jim testifying. Well, um, it, it, yeah. it was kind of artfully done. It wasn't just, because we did get a very long previously on, but we, we got kind of a little like, okay, this was your, I mean, it's it's been a couple months yeah, since this we've was, seen you. And this was, a, it wasn't a trial, it was a deposition. Deposition, yeah, yeah. So. And so he's testifying, and um, and Dent is there because apparently, and I love, like. Dent's everywhere. Dent is all smug, and. That's just who Dent is, I, I know, think. Just, like, whatever side he's on, he's like, yeah, I'm on the right side. And I'm like. Bitch, you flip flop like nobody's business. But then again, Two Face. So, yeah. but I just don't. I just want to smack the smug grin off his face. I don't think it's playing off well. I don't care for him. Like him. because to me, when he turns evil, it's going to be more fun for me to if, for him to be evil because I'm like, yeah, you were boring the other way. Yes. So yeah. Um, well, so was um, Barbara. Yeah, that's true. That's they an did excellent the exact point. same thing with Barbara. She's Way more fun crazy. Um, and so they're, you know, he basically Which, just going over what happened with, with uh, Galavan last last season. Or yeah. the end of the whatever before the hiatus because I've slept since then. <laughs> the first half of the season. Yes, that. that mm-hmm. But I, I just want to interrupt you real quick and mention that the actress who, Aaron. Aaron Richards. Richards who plays. She was at the uh, premiere watch along, tweet along party. Oh, cool, cool. With all the rest of the actors. So yeah. she was there. She, they're just... She's still around. They're keeping her on ice until they're ready to bring her back. I'm <laughs> <laughs> uh, chock full of them. Okay, so they're questioning Gordon. <laughs> and Barnes is there. And he looks like the most uncomfortable person on the face of the planet. He's constipated. Yeah, and because uh, they keep going to Barnes and going to Jim and doing the... Doing the and they're uh, this big, long-ass table. Yeah, and, and like they keep flashing back and... It's just like whatever, um, and so Jim basically just tells the story. I'm not gonna like give the whole recap because um, it's he lies. You know, we saw it. Lies. And then at the end, they start asking him about uh, Galavan, and he he lies. <laughs> He's a lying liar who lies. Um, but up until then, he was pretty damn truthful. Like he, he was he was out in the open about working with Cobblepot, working with Selena. Yep. I mean, so, like, the really the only thing he lied about was the whole, like, oh, they're what happened? Well, it started at where Barnes was knocked out. Yeah. There on was a complete lie. And you, you could almost tell a difference in Jim's expression and posture. Almost. <laughs> just not quite. He still just has the one. 
so yeah even when he was like i had just found out that my fiance was pregnant <laughs> it's so like well i think dense congratulations was more emotional than him saying i yeah. just found out my fiance was well because that was i'm when, so yeah. happy i know right <laughs> Yeah, you can. He he does not seem to be happy about baby. I'm going to be a father. I'm going to name it after my crazy ex girlfriend. I think Glenn on Walking Dead is more excited to be a father than Jim Gordon. <laughs> I mean, dear Lord. Anyway, so uh, so basically, it ends up with he lies uh, at the end, and so he leaves the hearing, and um, Leslie's there waiting for him, and he's like, "Oh, the charges were were you know uh, were lifted, and and he's got his job back," and she's like. She's like, well, they had no choice because you totally told the truth. And at this point, I was like, yeah, Leslie, this is totally what happened. Told the truth. <laughs> totally. Have you watched this show? And um, Have you read the script? Barnes is dramatically, like, on the floor above at, at the, at the um, not um, balcony, but, like, the overlook or whatever. Yes. And he's, like, leaning down over the railing and all. It's all, The way like, it's framed, it's so da-da-da. Like, oh, my God. And, um. Leslie, for like the five zillionth time, is like, are you sure you want to be a cop? Because, again, this job just keeps shitting on you. <laughs> Jim likes that kind of thing. Yeah. She needs to pick up on this. Yeah, I know, right? And so he's like, yeah, no, I am. Uh, I'm just tired because of all the lying. And, I mean, truthing. Tr- I was truthing. truthing. I was totally, totally telling Jim's, all, the, tr- all Jim, the truths. Jim speaks only sooth. <laughs> okay, so from the beginning of this series, like we're talking season one to now... Jim Gordon has gone from Mr. Boy Scout yep. to basically being his own villain. Yeah, except for he's not as fun. No, he was never fun. Maybe he needs a Freezy Ray. He's never been fun. He's only fun when he's with Harvey. He is! He's only fun when he's playing like, opposite Donald Logue. I'm like, I, I know Ben McKenzie has, like, range because he shows Does he? it. Does he, he shows it with Harvey. Oh, with Harvey, yes. But only like, with Har- only when he's on set. So that's why I, opposite that's Harvey. why I think it's a choice. Because every single director it's not, can't tell him no, that no. specifically. That's what I was about to say. It can't be a director thing because they've had too many of them, and it's like been too consistent. Passing notes in the director's lounge or something. Yeah, shit? like I don't know how that don't works. Don't let him express anything unless it's to Harvey. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> this is when uh Harvey Dent. Uh, comes up to Barnes um, and he's like, so did you believe him? And Barnes is like, well, you found, he, he was very specific. He was like, you found no evidence of criminal wrongdoing. And Dent's like, that was, that sounded a lot like a lawyer. Yes, it did. And um, they talk about Cobblepot and um, Barnes is like, nope, all of his men have deserted him and we'll find him soon enough. How does he know that? How in the fuck? Because Barnes, Barnes couldn't find shit. Barnes could not find his own asshole <laughs> without somebody to help him look for it. Yeah. Um, and so... I said it. And he's recovered now. <clears throat> he had this horrific leg well, thing. Well, we find out, like, we get a time frame later. But still, so. he's recovered after, like, a month. Oh, and having his head bashed in, too. So. Yeah. Mm. A lot. Um, and so we hey, go, I've seen gunshots heal in two episodes. That's true. So, so we go to uh, we go to one Mr. Oswald Cobblepot who <laughs> is uh, he's on the streets and he's hiding from the police because we see like uh, a wanted man poster. He kicks it away. And so like the city is on still on high alert for Oswald Cobblepot. And he's like hiding. Poor baby. I know. And it looked like he was wearing like a sweater vest. And that it was just, green. You know, it was ads. It was probably ads because, you know. That was his boyfriend. And, and this is where we see 
<laughs> yes, the graffiti. The Joker tag on the wall. And I was yeah. so excited. At least we know that story's not gone. Yeah, that they haven't the forgotten jo- about it. They've been teasing the Joker for over a season and a half, and they're still running with it. And yeah. I'm I'm kind of glad right now. I love Jerome. I miss Jerome. I wish he had been it. Yeah. But since... I don't, I, I kind He's, of wary that they'll ever actually give it to us and they'll just fuck with us for like however many more seasons. Yeah. But I kind of like it being drawn out. Eh, I'm not a delayed gratification kind of person. <laughs> I loved my Jerome and that's who I wanted, damn it. I understand. That's okay. Um, So we get a really quick scene of um Ed working in the lab and he hears this radio report talking about who who is or no i think it's tv who is running gotham's underworld and then we cut to butch butch is running um gotham's underworld with his poor baby butch with his drill bit hand he was never meant to lead he really wasn't so how was and you asked this question how was he controlling that thing yeah i don't know he's got a nub there's not even, like, any little fingers. And, like, it wouldn't have bothered me so much if we would have, like, in a couple beats, um, he turns it on, clearly without the other hand going anywhere near it. Like, there's no switch on the base of it. Uh-huh. It just... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so... I was not okay with that. I'm like, you know, they, they make they make drills at... Um, you can get them at, like, Lowe's and Home Depot, and you don't have to put one in your hand. Yeah. So. Yeah, boy, that hand healed quickly, too. So, Butch is in yeah. control of the underground. Yes, and he, he was torturing a guy, but then he has, like... I don't... Th- I think he's dead. I don't think he tortured him. He, like, drilled he, through the head. You're dead. Okay, so... I think. Uh, his guys take Moy and leave him alone, and this is when Tabitha shows up. And she's like, you're the king of Gotham now. And um, he's like, meh. And she's like, this isn't <laughs> as fun as you thought it would be, is it? And he's like, why are you here, basically? Like, you're the one that did this shit to my hand, and how are you even here? And Tabitha's like, yeah, because she, she did the, she's the one that. But Penguin cut it off. Yeah, but she put the thing on. Oh. Remember, she was like, yeah. we can make attachments. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, yeah, she. I forgot about Because that. that, that's, and I really don't think that was showcased enough, because think about, it's bad enough that you've lost your hand, but now I've rammed something in the stump. Ow. It's just, yeah, like, ow. Um, and so she's like, yeah, I also set you free, bitch, uh, because, you know, you were under Penguin's thumb. I am not a follower of the, uh, you have to hit rock bottom to be free. The whole, f- it's it's the whole fight club mentality is what it is. Yeah. And I'm not. I'm not, a, I'm not on board with that. It's, kids, do not try this at home. Yeah. Um, and so she's like. Yeah, I'm kind of fond of you, believe it or not. And he's like, yeah, this sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> and uh, she wants to be his partner. And so this is when he she like gets in his lab and he's like, uh, basically like, I'm not looking for that. I may play creepy sometimes for the job, but you're a little bit too cray cray for me. And uh, Tabitha's like, we have a history. And this is when he's going to drill hand her. And she def- and she deflects it with one of her knives, and she- and she kisses him, and I'm like, Ugh! I'm beginning to believe that Butch is asexual. I kind of think he is. Like yeah. he plays that really slimy, creepy guy, like he did with Barb when he, yeah, he kid- when he, he was can in her do apartment. It. But he like he has shown no interest. He turns it off. Yeah, none. None. Yeah. So because he did, he looked kind of squicky. He's like, why are you in my lap? Yeah. 
Um, and so the last thing we see when the camera pans up is uh, one Miss Selena Kyle watching from that fucking uh, skylight. Mm-hmm. And that's all we see of her this episode. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So I get that she's not working for him like she was working for Penguin. Like her hair was back to normal. She seemed more herself her than old she self, was. Yeah. yeah. So well, um, after the whole thing, she was a part of rescuing Bruce. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And I think and Jim named her. Yes. Jim? So I think she's back on the side of the angels. Not bad or not quite as bad as yeah. horribleness. Um, those angels can be dicks, too. Yeah, so. that's true. We can prove that. Um, so this is when we go to, um, there's this police officer, and uh, she's called in. Um, she's been called in because there's an abduction, and she finds this guy, Victor, Victor Fries. Um, he's loading something into his van. And she's like, well, sir, have you seen anything? You know, and she tells him about the abduction. He's like, No. And he's like, I don't live far away. And she starts asking him about like his address and stuff. And he's like, what I what I mean to say is that I used to live uh-uh. around around here. And she's like, open up the back of your van for me, sir. <laughs> and he does. And there's just a frozen guy back there. You I know, mean, like, as you do. I mean, like, why are you? Why I, is that a problem? I mean, I don't honestly. I don't know that there's a law in the books that says I can't free somebody because he's not dead. It's true. He's not dead. I mean, He's not alive either. So, but I mean, you know, I know, I know. Loophole, man. Legal loophole. There you go. Um, and so this is when uh, he he hurriedly gets his freezy gun and he shoots the officer and freezes her and her bullet. You know, like mid thing, and it was very The Incredibles. <laughs> the film work was really good. It was the, the effect was kind of all the way around. Yeah, and the effect and was kind of good. So, I, like, I was pleasantly surprised with some of this stuff in this episode. They put a little money into this. It could have been super cheese ball, but it, it but it so wasn't. Bad. Um, and so this is when he hears sirens, which I don't know why all those cops were there. Well, when she comes up to to him, mm-hmm. you hear over the radio that there's been an abduction. All all units. To this location. Oh, that's true. That's true. So they're all converging on that location where the abduction was reported. Yeah, that's true. That's what I got. Because he was the one doing the abducting. A little bit. A little bit. Mostly freezing, but light abduction well. okay, as well. well you got two people. He froze both of them and only abducted one. Yes. So, yeah, mostly freezing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so this is when uh, Victor drives off. And, yeah. So, um, I did want to talk about... Before we go much farther, if we have any new listeners. Hello. Hi. Uh, and you can talk to us. Um, we like it when you talk to we us. We do. You Ask can, all of our other podcasts. Yeah. And you can send us feedback at randomtpodcasts at gmail.com. You absolutely can. Or you can talk to us on Twitter at randomtcasts. Or on Tumblr at randomtpodcast.tumblr.com. Absolutely. And if you sign up for notifications on our Twitter and Tumblr, you will know exactly when all of our podcasts drop. And you know where else they can get us? Where else? Oh, we apparently have a Facebook page now. We do. It's facebook.com slash randomtpodcasts. Yes. Come and talk <laughs> to us. Come and talk to other fans of the show. Um, we have one ground rule since it's new, since we started Gotham back. Um, yep. Just the show spoilers. I think we've got a two-day moratorium. 24. 24. 24 hours. 24 hour moratorium. 24 days? Whoa. 24 hours. Yeah. So, like, don't be a douche and post a, spo- a spoiler, like, right after the show, because we'll delete it. Yep. We're trying to at least, you know, 
give everybody yeah, a little help time. out a little bit because there's folks watching elsewhere that aren't watching it live yeah, in the United yeah. States. We have we have furin type you know we do. We fans do. that are awesome and deserve to not be spoiled. Yeah, and for uh, movies, I think it's a week. Yeah, give people yeah. a week to give them a chance. To give us a chance. Yeah, uh, to see the movie. So uh, yeah, check us out on our Facebook page. Yeah. Um, but you can find all of that information on our website at randomteapodcast.com. <gasps> they can. And you know what else they can find there? What? Our other podcasts. We have other podcasts? We do. That's awesome. It is awesome. Yeah, well, guys, we do like Sleepy Hollow and Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. And uh, we just wrapped up Agent Carter, but it's there for your listening pleasure. Seasons one and two. It is. Um, we also do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yes. Uh, and random movies, which are just non-Marvel Cinematic Universe Any, movies. Yeah, absolutely. So Anything from Clue to Deadpool. <laughs> and anything in between. Yeah, so suggestions uh, are welcome as well. We appreciate those. Um, and one of our random movie podcasts was sponsored. Well, all of them, all of our podcasts are sponsored by, but we had a... Uh, what was it? The blow dry yes. episode. They did a charity auction after Alan Rickman passed away and, and the winner wanted us to do his film blow dry. But that uh, fundraiser, uh, charity thing, English words, was uh, unofficial natural fandom fragrances. Who is our sponsor? Dun, dun, dun. Which uh, on our schmancy pantsy website, you can also find a link to their Etsy shop. You can. And a code for... Uh, 10% off $5 or more. Yes. And it, the code is random tea cast. Random tea pod. Random tea podcast. knew I was going to fuck something up. <laughs> random tea We've podcast. We've been doing so good so far. I know. I was thinking like, yeah, we got this. No. Uh, yeah, the code is random tea podcast. No S. No S on the end of it. Um, and you, it's, it's like you said, 10% off $5 or more. I think they, they, they start at $5. Um, what they are is they are fragrant. They're not perfumes. Yep. They're fragrances. Um, they're made from essential oils, all natural essential oils. Very, very high quality ingredients here. And they're fandom themed. Yeah, they are. I mean, they've got a Joker. Joker and Harley, man. Joker and Harley. They do. They're both lovely, by the way. And they both fit them. They do. And they have uh, a Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. And they've just released a Marvel line. They've they're ready for the Civil War, so you can pick your side with Captain America or Iron Man. Yep, and they have a Deadpool one. And they too. have a Deadpool and a Storm and Storm. And they they cover so many fandoms. They've got Harry Potter, Sherlock, Supernatural, Doctor Who, Pokemon. Even they have a Psyduck yeah. from Pokemon, Nightmare um, Before Christmas. Uh, All the Pirates, Disney princesses, Pirates of the Caribbean, yes. every Disney princess you can think of, including Princess Leia. Hell yeah, because they got some Star Wars ones, too. Yeah, they do. And I've smelled Han, and it is awesome. I'm really hoping they do the new trio. They're not going to do it. They just released the... um, The Marvel ones. The Marvel and the... They just released some new uh, Harry Potter ones. Yeah, yeah. They did, they did Luna uh, Snape and Snape. And, Snape and Luna. Yeah. And they just and introduced... Dumbledore. Dumbledore was in December, I think. I think so. That was part of their... Uh, Christmas. Uh, or uh, Black Friday. Black Friday, yeah. Yeah. Release, so... And uh, and if you're not ready to commit to a scent, then they have uh, samples of all of them that you can get for like 70 cents. Yeah. And we're not talking like just spray it on a card. I mean, this is a tiny little bottle. Not, not really even tiny. They're these little bottles and it's a good dose. You can... Yeah. You'll know. Yeah. Whether or not you like them. I love all of them. I do too. So, uh, Game of Thrones. They have Jon Snow. They do. Oh, and White Walker. A White Walker. No. 
White Walker is You'll have no to just pray that it comes back next next winter for their limited edition because it is awesome. Yes. Okay. And guys, these come in the amber bottles, which is great for protecting um, the essential oils. And they're like, what, two ounce bottles? Yeah, I think so. They're nice. Like I use Hermione's Yule Ball a lot and I got it last year and I still have a decent amount left. Oh, yeah. I've got like half a bottle of Moriarty left. Yeah. And I use it pretty decent, pretty often too. Yeah. So, so. it's great. Check them out, guys. We love them. We think you will too. And if you try any of them, let us know. We want to hear what you think. Yeah. Try them out. So, you know. There you go. So, there we okay. Are. I think we're. You ready to go back to probably your favorite part? Yes. Um, so this is when we see Jim arrive at the GCPD. And who is there but his partner, one Harvey. And who was I just crying for right before the scene? You're like, where's Bullock? Oh, there he is. Harvey Bullock. And uh, I love it because Harvey's like, I'm glad you're back. We have a case. And it's a weird one. Um, because they're, they have snagged the case of the frozen officer, which sounds like a Nancy, Nancy Drew uh, novel. Okay, but what does Jim say to him? Oh, uh... What? No hug? No, no kiss? The <laughs> only time we see emotion in Jim is around was, Harvey. He was... His face lit up. It was... He smiled? Yes. And he when was, he's looking at his beautiful pregnant fiance, he's like, mm, I love you. Mm, no smile. My face mm, is a complete blank. Mm, but of course, Harvey tells him that he doesn't deserve these lips. No. I'm telling you, you know Donald ships it. Well, we've seen we've seen con footage I've where, shown you the, yeah, where we've they've seen all it. three of them, Marina, yes, and um, and Ben and ben. Donald. I was all going th- Jim. <laughs> <laughs> you know Jim. All three of them. Yeah. If you yeah. go check out uh, the 2015 Comic Con panel for Gotham, and you will know exactly what we're talking. They about. They start talking about I don't know what their ship name is. They don't have a ship name. That's the problem. Jarvie. I haven't found one. I like Jarvie. You like Jarvie? Okay. I do like Jarvie. Okay. Anyway, so they've caught a case. Um, and so they go to the lab and Ed is giving them the science rundown because he's, he, and I love this because somehow Ed has commandeered liquid nitrogen. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes, he has. I have my hand raised because I think it's important to point out that uh, Harvey mentions that he says, you finagled yourself a month-long paid vacation, you bastard. Yes. That gives us our time frame. Yes, that's a good point. Whoa. See, one line. That's all it took. That's all we needed. I love this. This is great. Thank you, Ken Woodruff. So Ed's got some liquid nitrogen. And he's uh, dipping a rose in it. At first, I'm like, okay. But he has a point where he's like, okay, look he- at how long this is taking. He's sciencing. And I love it because Harvey's like, and? And he's like, okay, let me put this in stupid people terms. Um, It would take a really, really long time for liquid nitrogen to do that to a body. Um, So it's not. Because they make a point of saying like, well, the guy, she didn't just stand there. And so he's like, okay, well, that proves that that the killer is using super cooled liquid helium. And so Jim's like, God, where are we going to get that? And, um... And Ed wonders why. And Harvey calls him a dummy. Mm-mm. And this is where new flavor Ed kicks in. Because old flavor would have just <laughs> kind of laughed it off and felt bad about it later. Um, but Ed, like, actually says, like, I don't like being called names. He stands up for himself. And so I know that he's a little more murdery than he was before. But, you know, 
good good on you. But that, you know, character development is important even in villains. Yeah. And so Jim's like, okay, okay, okay buddy, calm down. And um, well, it's because Jim knows. Oh, that's true. Jim knows. I keep forgetting that. Jim knows. Harvey knows a little. Yeah. Jim knows. Yeah. And um, so this is when Ed's like, okay, well, this this kind of helium is super rare. And uh, he's like, I'll be happy to research manufacturers for you. And Harvey's like, thanks, Ed. And I was just like, mm-hmm, see manners. Manners matter. Manners, manners maketh a- man. <laughs> Jim, they go a long way. And so um, this is when Jim asks Harvey to go ahead of him. And he's like, I just casually want to talk to Ed about nothing that's criminal um, at all. And then uh, when Harvey leaves, he's like, so, uh, what's your relationship with, with, with Penguin? I love him. <laughs> that was like, That's my boyfriend. Um, and Ed's like, oh. And he told him a lot more than I thought he would. Yeah, he did. He was like, oh, I found him half dead in the woods, and I took him back home, and I nursed him in health. And I knew that he was a bad guy, but he said he was, he was reformed, and I believed him. Just an innocent mistake. Just an innocent mistake. Um, and and this I is, love him. I know, and I love him. We're going to be murder husbands forever. <sighs> Penguin and Ed five ever. <laughs> so this is when uh, we hear a shout from the squad room, and um, Ed and Jim go to investigate, and it is Barnes's drama queen ass dragging Oswald in. Well, and the entire precinct is applauding him. Because this is public enemy number one. It is. Shut up, man. You shouldn't applaud. Um, It's just another scumbag. And it's just like, I'm like, you're such a douche. And that's what kills me, though. Like, I really like this actor. And I think this part is being wasted on him. Yeah. Because Barnes is so two-dimensional and boring for me. He really is. He's just taking up screen time that could be... Okay, but on somebody more exciting. But is he more interesting than Jim Gordon? Yes. <laughs> I really just Jim is just the least favorite thing for me of Ooh, Gotham. That's true. And Barnes is not limping. No, he's not. So he's and he they made a big help. deal about like what a big fucking deal it was. Yeah. So, but yeah, mm-hmm, whatever. Um, and so he takes Ed or not Ed Oswald in a lockup, and um, I can see the confusion. Yeah. And um, he's like, big speech and shit. And this is when um, Barnes tells, uh, like, because Jim's there and Barnes is like, well, now that we have Oswald, we'll find out the truth about what happened to Galavan. (laughs) No, you won't. And Jim kind of like glances at Oswald who smiles and you're just like, cause you don't know which way he smiles Oswald's. like the Cheshire cat really. <laughs> but I will say like, I kind of wasn't worried for Jim because Oswald is Jim's friend and they're friends. Yes, the F word. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he loves being Jim's friend. He does. And God now without even Jim doing anything for him, he Jim owes him again. Yes, he does. So, you know, easy, easy peasy lemon squeezy. And so, <laughs> this is when we go to the interrogation, and uh, Barnes is trying to find out what happened to Theo, and um, this is when I realized that Oswald's field of fucks is barren, because he's like, yep, killed him. He has harvested his field, and they were all rotten. Because when Mama died, the crops died. Ha- he used to have fucks. He used to have fucks, and they're gone now. But his harvest has now rotted. Yeah. And so this is when Oswald's like, yep, I killed him. Let me just tell you all about it. And um, he's like, uh, but he insists that he's just insane. 
And I was like, uh-huh, I see what you're doing there. That's not how you cop to an insanity plea. I just no, you don't need go, to, uh, excuse me, I would, I'm insane. I would like to take the insane pills, yeah. please. Like, oh, no. okay, okay. Well, he said he was insane, so we'll just... Well, oh, that makes him. it so, yeah. okay. And so um, Barnes is asking about Jim, and Oswald just smiles, and we're not meant to see what happened, because then Barnes, uh, we see Barnes go, and uh, he calls Jim into his office, and he's like, you have anything you want to tell me? And Jim's like, no, I don't know what you're talking about. And um, this is when Barnes is like, yeah, Cobblepot's story matched yours. And Jim's like, yeah. Of course it did. Yeah. Because it was the truth. The truth. Okay. Wait, wait. Okay. I do need to point out something that I found to be. Creepy. Wrong. Okay. Unless Jim shot Theo with something other than his police issued sidearm. It would the ballistics, the ballistics would, match. would have matched his gun in a heartbeat, and he's been involved in too many other shootings. Like they know what the ballistics of his gun are. Although, admittedly, when they went to take down Theo's uh, building, which, by the way, you never see in the landscape anymore, which you're happy about, I you yeah, I am building. because it was there, but it has disappeared. Just is it disappeared. Is disappeared just as mysteriously as it showed up. So anyway, it's a magic building. Oh my god. It was the St. Dumas. Um, but there were an awful lot of, of, of weapons there, so he could very easily... But they didn't show that. But they didn't explain they it. Didn't t- they didn't speak to that. They didn't anything. Because when he was at the disposition, I was like, but the ballistics on the gun would have matched Jim's gun. Yeah. But I also... Unless they could again, have had a line of dialogue that said we couldn't find a match to the ballistics. Or that Ed covered it up. Something. Because that's even plausible. Or see Jim throw his, after he shoots Theo, throw the gun into the river. Because he could clearly, in all that tower business, say that he lost his gun. Because do you know how many guns are in the bottom of that river? Oh, guns and people. Guns and people. It is Gotham. Yeah. People tied to chairs with cinder blocks. So many. And guns. Yeah, and guns. And so this is when, um, this is when Barnes gets really close and creepy. And he's like, don't make a fool out of me. And Jim's like, okay, you're you're talking awfully close to my face <laughs> with your face. Are you going to kiss me? Harvey would be jealous. But, you know, of course, he doesn't show any emotion. No. And uh, Jim, you know, leaves. And so we're like, okay, let's go on to something fun. Please. Um, and so this is when we go to Victor. And um, he is checking on his sick wife, Nora. Which um, I thought it was interesting. You were reading to me from, uh, we were doing some research before the cast. And... Um, the cool thing about, like, because I knew about Nora. I called you did. That it, I said that it was Nora before we got her name. Um, and you were like, I don't know who that Cause is. Because you're like, Nora. And I'm like, who? I'm like, his wife. She was sick. And that's the reason he started freezing things. Because he was going to freeze her and then he was going to unfreeze her and he was going to cure her and it was going to be great. But that backstory was not from the comics. That backstory is actually from the animated series. Batman, the animated series, which explains why I knew it. And I was like, yeah. Which got merged into with the comics which i think is so cool that and that's that's the great thing like i have such a soft spot in my heart for that series because you do harley was from that series this version nora of, is from this version of of uh victor freeze with nora is is from there and it got folded into the comic canon mm-hmm. i think that's really cool uh, i think it's well i mean even marvel does that now yeah yeah because they don't and so um, this is when she wakes up and because her hospital bed's like set up in the living room and like you could, you get the ver- the sense very quickly that she's a very sick woman. They never tell us what's wrong with her though. No, it's something to do with her lungs because she was coughing, she's coughing up blood up. and shit. But that could also be a heart problem. That's true. 
So, um, it's right here. She wakes up and, um, talks about how she was dreaming that they were at their cabin and, and, and she's like, Oh honey, you're, you look tired. And he's like, it's just cause of work. And it's not cause I've been freezing people or anything. Um, and so, but he does talk to her about like, she knows he's working on trying to freeze her until they can find a cure. Like, so that was kind of surprising. We really can't even pin down the type of technology we're talking about because, you know, the show is timeless, which yeah. that bothered me. So I'm like, what, this is the the 40s and they're talking about cryogenic freezing? No, wait, maybe it's the 60s? I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. So I have no concept of what kind of technology is available. Yeah. It's Gotham. And so uh, he tells her that he's having trouble reanimating. And... um. And so this is when we find out that he's going to freeze her and he's going to stop the disease from killing her. Um, But she thinks he's just experimenting on rats. Those poor mice you're experimenting on. Yeah. Oh, honey. Yeah. And I could have sworn I knew that actress from somewhere. But you looked her up and you couldn't. I did not. I thought I did. I thought you did. Yeah, we were watching it and I went to look her up and I couldn't find her in anything. Yeah. She looked really, really familiar, though. And so this is when uh, Victor insists that he's like, I will find a way to save you and da 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 and, uh, and he assures Nora that the, that the rats don't feel anything, which, you know. No, no. Whatever. Not a thing. Well, they don't because he's not experimenting on the oh, rats. Oh, right. Technically not a lie. He's not lying. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> I apparently went to lawyer school today. <laughs> Everybody's a lawyer. You're a lawyer. You're a lawyer. I think I could be more qualified than Dent. There you go. So this is when we go to Harvey and um, Hmm. Harvey uh, Bullock, the good one. Yeah. And he tells uh, Jim that Ed figured out that Wayne Enterprises is the only company that that manufactures this liquid helium. Of course, it goes back to Wayne Enterprises. It's not even a subsidiary or anything like that. It's just Wayne Enterprises. And um, they've also found that there have been three abductions tied to this blue van uh, that that, that was seen you know, driving away from the frozen cop. So Bullock has done some police work. He has. As he tends to do. He's a good cop. He's my baby. I know he is. And uh, he's like, what's this guy doing with the victims? Because we haven't found any of them. None of them have been recovered at all. Not even dead. So, you Uh -uh. know, that's not at all concerning. And so this is when we see Victor, what he's doing with them. And he goes into his basement at his house where he has this big old creepy lab. And he's got people frozen in containers. That was a pretty dramatic. The music and the the way the camera zoomed in on them. And the guy's standing there and he's like waving at you. Hi. Yeah. That wasn't creepy at all. No. I liked it. And so um, we, we, this is great. This, I don't know. This might be my favorite scene. It was great. Ed is like, casually, I'm just filing right not beside... Not doing nothing. Right beside the holding cell, and I'm just not so, going to talk to my boyfriend. Again, why is the holding cell in the middle of the freaking precinct? Just open on all sides. I know. It's so the inconvenient. Is, the thing is, if you remember um, Batman, one of the Batman movie with Heath Ledger in it, their holding cell was in the middle of the room. Yep. In um, Batman Arkham Knight, the video game. In uh, the GCPD, mm-hmm. you have to go through these tunnel, almost like a tunnel of these cells, yeah, to get to another part of the GCPD because Batman has to go in and out of there all the of time. Of course, he has to take Ivy in there and put her into a special containment unit and all this other yeah. stuff. Yeah, but you're just all they're just it's just open. So apparently, this is a GCPD thing. 
it's more dramatic that way. I guess. And it allows fun, clandestine conversations. Well, that's true. Uh, with your, with your, with your bae. And, uh, <laughs> he's, he starts talking cause he's totally filing and Oswald's got his back to him and he's like, can I do anything to help? Which I thought was really sweet. Aww. Um, and so Oswald's like, um, don't forget me. And I was like, Oh my God. Mm. And, um, he asks Ed to visit his mom's grave and put lilies on it. Cause she liked them. And Ed's like, Ed agrees. Aww. I thought it was really sweet. And this is when an officer shows up to take Oswald to Arkham. Like, got ham, but with arcs. <laughs> I'm just going to shake my head. and. <laughs> I'm no. surprised I didn't make this sad, pathetic attempt at a joke sooner. Um, so this is when we go to Victor, and he tries to revive one of his frozen victims. Um, and it, it doesn't go well. No, not. Well, he gets, he gets all excited because it gets him to... 41 degrees and we're yeah. like what and i think this is the part because they 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 drag it out for a couple scenes um we just see where he starts to and we're like oh and we all know it's not gonna work mm. um and so we go to jim and harvey and i was really excited because they're meeting with lucius fox and you lucius, pointed out lucius, that lucius. this actor has the lucius fox as patented by morgan freeman cadence down he does he really does without it being like a caricature no because he's not like trying to sound like Mar- M- Morgan Freeman, Martin Freeman. God, that'd be a different. <laughs> That's a whole other world. Um, that'd be a totally different Lucius Fox. But like he's got that that speech pattern, that rhythm. He does, which I think is good. And it's really interesting because I've several portrayal trails I've seen of him. It's just a very interesting way that he speaks. Yeah. But yeah, Morgan Freeman really does, and he just he's got it. Yeah. Yeah. I like this guy. So, in other words, yes, what you said. <laughs> yes, more. Yes, more. Yes. Another. Good. Um, but he confirms that Wayne Enterprises did manufacture the liquid helium, um, and it was for cryogenic experiments. Mm. Um, but the project was shut down three years ago by one Thomas Wayne, and uh, it was all kept hush-hush for whatever reason. So, mm-hmm. interesting. Um, and so, this is when we go to Arkham, and... Um, <laughs> I was like, yay, Arkham! Um, and uh, this is where Oswald gets gets a rude awakening. Boy, did he get sent to Arkham very, very quickly. He did, There was no trial? There was no uh, insanity, what do you call it, the in- interview or anything? Yeah. Nobody came they to... They just chuck you in Arkham. Just, oh, you're crazy, aren't you, chunk? Yeah. Wait, what? Because um, I'm assuming this is pending a trial, but still. Talk like, about shortcut. Yeah. Um, and so Oswald gets put in with, with all these people in that kind of lunchroom area we saw. And it's still co-op. Yep. And uh, he gets stared at everyone and um, he limps along and someone throws, it looked like a strawberry or something at him. Mm. It was I was fruit, thinking meatball. Fruit related maybe. Or it was kind of red. I was thinking squishy. Yeah. Like it a was, meatball. It was squishy. And, and so sauce. all the prisoners laugh, that, which. That it was just those really good meatballs you made. Oh, okay. Yay. Everybody laughs, and, you know, Oswald doesn't like people laughing at him. So he gets up on the table, and he tells him that, I'm sure you've heard of me. Cricket, cricket, cricket. (laughs) Okay, well, you will hear of me. I'm the king of Gotham. And, of course, 
this is not what you want to do to this audience. It does, doesn't go the same with an audience, does it? Doesn't, it doesn't, because then everybody starts screaming that they're the king of Gotham, and it's, you know, it's insane asylum inmates. Yeah. And it goes about as well as you would think, and Oswald just sits down looking like, okay, well, I don't know what I expected. This is where he wanted to be. Yeah. Just going to point that out. Because he did say, I'm insane. This is all going according to plan. Yeah. So. Uh, this is when we go back to Victor, and this is where we get the 41 degrees, which I don't know why that's exciting. I don't either. Like, but apparently it is. Um, well, I'm I'm wondering if, if because he talks about it gets to 39 degrees, and then he gets excited when he gets above, so it's maybe 39 is as high as he's gotten before. Maybe. So this was progress? Yeah. And he's like, oh, I, I've done it. I, f- I finished. It was like A14 or something. Because um, he's being very scientific about his craziness. He's writing it down. He is. So it's it's science. It must be science if you write it down. Yeah. And so um, this is when the body like kind of goes all. And it kind of like just squelches and splooches Ugh. down in the goo. I don't even know what that was. And Victor is like, well, that didn't work. Like bones and everything. It just. Yeah. Ugh. So, uh, some things are not freezable, Victor. Like, you should look those things up on the internet. Like, some foods you cannot freeze. Like just potatoes. Says, you can't freeze potatoes. Yeah, it just says just don't do it. And he just, he shouldn't do it. No, he shouldn't. Um, so, this is when he comes upstairs and Nora is in a coughing fit. She's coughing up blood. She can't breathe. And um, he gets her to, uh, I think, her oxygen and kind of get calms and her down a little bit. Gives her a pill. Yeah. And which apparently helps really, really fast. Yeah, man, that, that fucker absorbed quickly. And it turns out that uh, she's out of the medicine she needs because that was her last pill. And he's like, oh, my God, if you have an attack without this, you could die. And uh, she's like, I forgot to tell you. And so um, he's like, uh, and, or she says at one point, like, what would it matter? Why, just let me die. And he's like, no, no. He's like, you know, he's going to save her by God. Not gone. No. And so this is when he goes to um, he goes to a pharmacy. The world's biggest douche. The world's biggest douche. But what kills me is, like, he puts the bottle on the counter. Mm-hmm. And the guy's like, you don't have the prescription. And he's like, I have the bottle. And the guy didn't even look at the bottle. And he's like, you don't have any refills. I'm like, you didn't even check. How do you know? I know. And so, um, this is when, uh, Victor's like, listen, I, uh, you know, my wife's very ill. I need, I need the, the, the medicine. And the guy like refuses. He's like, you got to go get a new prescription. Cause douche. And cause he really is. He's so rude. And, um, he, uh, the guy refuses and Victor like kind of snaps at him and he's like, I'll be back. And then he's, he's escorted out by the security guard. Nice. So I'm like, okay. Um, so this is when Oswald meets his new friend. He gets taken to the chief of psychiatry at Arkham Asylum. <gasps> Dr. Hugo Strange. Well, that's strange. Not to be confused with Dr. Stephen Strange. No, because that's a totally different franchise. Yes. And, you know, comic book company and all that. Yes. Coming so, this fall. Yeah. And Hugo Strange. To our podcast. I've only really referred to or heard referred to as Hugo Strange, whereas Dr. Strange is Dr. Strange, but he's not Dr. Hugo Strange. <laughs> so it's just confusing as shit. Um, and this is when Hugo um, is done meeting with one of his patients, uh, a guy named Nigel. And he's like, remember, Nigel, see no evil, do no evil. And he's like, you know. Okay, like yeah, 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 yeah. And so 
we're like, okay, this isn't going to be weird at all. And so this is when Victor goes back to the pharmacy. He must have had, his van must have been right outside. Yeah, because he's got his little costume on and everything. Um, and uh, he, well, it was nighttime by then. Was it daytime earlier? I yeah. actually did not notice. Yeah. And so he freezes the security guard right away. And then, which, like, the pharmacist, like, quickly, like, shats himself. Um, because he's like, oh, my God. So He, he will him, William shats himself. He does. And so he tells him, he tells him the medication. And this is where you're like, they just have it filled like that? Like, just I know, he bottles? grabs the box and he comes back and he hands him one pill bottle. And then he starts throwing other ones. I was like, what? You just happen to have one full? That's not how that. That's, that's not, not how, how that the force works. works. Because, okay, like, I have, I have a, uh, my, my blood clot medicine comes from the manufacturer see like sometimes they give me just the pills in a regular right, bottle yeah, uh-huh. but sometimes it just comes sealed in its own little bottle uh-huh. from the manufacturer but that's not what those were no and, and so i'm like oh no, I okay have a, a medication that sometimes it's in the sealed little packet yeah, and sometimes yeah. it's open and they've stuck the sticker on the outs you know yeah on the outside of it yeah. and it's okay whatever yeah i don't care as long as i get my pills yeah and so but that's not what this was yeah or like, you know, you get the Z-Pack. Yeah. In the, like, the 5,000 pills and then, like, 4,000 pills. Yeah. And then, you know. Yeah. Because Z-Pack. Yeah. Um, and so this is when Victor tells the pharmacist and the guard that they're going to help save his life, his wife's life. Of course they are. And then he freezes the pharmacist and... Um, <laughs> the customers try to leave. The, the customers try to leave and then he's like, ah, 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 I'm going to need help. And they're like, so they help him, like, load his van, Apparently presumably. so. I'm I just mean, like, whatever. sure. Um, and so this is when Jim and Harvey get uh, a call on the pharmacy robbery, and I'm not really sure why they're involved, because um, they're homicide, but okay. I guess because people were reporting the freezy stuff. I guess. Like, if they weren't already helping him in okay, the van. I did notice that uh, Jim and Harvey's desk hasn't moved. It hasn't. It hasn't moved it's in a while. still up there on that balcony. I think they finally found a home for their desk. I think they did. Um, and so they uh, they get the call on the, on the robbery, and uh, Victor drives off in the van, and they follow him. But he uh, he just drops the guard in the street. That guard did not deserve that. No, he drops the guard in the street, and Harvey hits him. And <coughs> of course, he goes he goes kaboomy, and um, his head lands in the windshield. And poor Harvey, like right right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harvey didn't deserve that either. He didn't, and hence my bad making, uh, giving Harvey head joke <laughs> earlier. In case it's you, well deserved, it was. And I, I texted you. I was like, it was hard for him to get ahead. <laughs> I was just making bad head jokes. It was great um, because that's what that kind of thing requires. And so this is when, um, even though like we've already like time has passed, we're we're back to like Hugo Strange meeting with Oswald. Whatever. Um, and so he's like, oh, you're not being punished. I, I always meet with uh, all the the patients as they as they come in. It's part of my intake process. And he's like, so how's the adjustment been going? And um, Oswald's like, this place is soft compared to where I've been in the past. And um, Strange is like, well, you know, he, he knows all about him. And he knows all about uh, Gertrude. Kabulput. Kabulput. Uh, he knows all about mama penguin being dead and um he's like oh you might feel you know some regret over theo galavan's death 
And Oswald's like, bitch, I don't regret <laughs> shit. Wasn't it Penguin makes himself a cup of tea? Yeah. <laughs> Just make yourself out. I'm like, yes, let's leave hot liquids around inmates. That's yeah, That seems smart. like a great idea. And so he's like, I only regret that I couldn't kill the bastard more than once. Which I was like, well, yeah, he killed your mom. Like, I totally get that. And um, so Hugo checks his watch after like two and a half seconds. And he's like, well, <laughs> time's up. I've seen you for all of three minutes, and so... I know everything. We'll have to pick this up in the next session. And um, he's like, he's like, but he tells him as uh, Oswald's leaving, he's like, we'll be able to facilitate your rehabilitation. And Oswald's like, do what now? And he's like, you're a cure. That's why you're here, aren't you? For us to cure you. And Oswald looks like, what the fuck is up with this <laughs> Like, he looks completely confused. So, is he just hoping for a soft jail sentence or something? I, I got the impression that, yeah, Arkham's an easier environment okay. than prison. All right. Sounds fake, but okay. <laughs> and so, um, we go back to Victor, and this is when he's getting the pharmacist down to his basement. And I was like, wouldn't the guy break? He would have shattered. Didn't we just establish that they go breaky well, break? that was liquid. N- oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because the guard yes, in the, yes. the guard in the, in yes. the, yeah. the head. Yeah, in the head. Um, and so then he goes back up to his van, and um, Nora wakes up, and she starts calling for Victor. Um, and she goes down into the creepy basement, and she sees the, you know, the people there. And she figures out okay, what he's been doing. So where did Victor go? Don't know, Victor and don't know why he down, left. He brings down this latest acquirement <laughs> down into the basement acquisition yeah down into the basement and then just leaves and leaves the door open yep. doesn't even say anything to her yep i don't know what happened i'd lock the door yeah because i don't know where he went um i was expecting him to come back in a minute or you something you think he was maybe reparking the van because now they they're looking for the van but we never he never comes back no. he never comes back no he doesn't Oh well, he kind of does, but not, yeah. but not until after, after Jim and Bullock the, do. All the cops are, you know, be-doo, be-doo. yeah. What the fuck? Um, and so, <laughs> be-doo, be-doo. I made I made sireny noises. <laughs> yeah, because this whole time we've got uh, Jim and Harvey are going to the pharmacy first. Yep, because they find the they find the bottle, bottle and they see that it's Victor Victor Fries, and Harvey calls him Freeze, and Jim's like it's Fries, and he's like um, it's the other way around. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jim calls around. it Freeze. And Harvey calls it Fries. And Harvey's like, I'm really good with names. And Jim's like, yeah, no, I don't believe you. Um, and so they go. They're so in love. I know. Okay. They're so husbands. And so they're going to go. They're going to go to Victor's house. And they call for backup. And they make it to the basement. And they find Nora there who's like still in shell shock over like her husband's creepy. As you would be. Her husband's creepy side activity. And um, Harvey gets Nora out. And um, Jim finds the Freezy weapon. The freezy weapon. <laughs> yeah. That's a Until I have a better name for it, okay. it's the freezy weapon. Okay. And so um, outside we see Victor watch, um, not even from concealment. He was just like kind of in the street. Where the fuck was he all this time? And there were like six or eight police cars and he's maybe like 20, 20, 30 feet away from them. I'm over here. And they're like, okay. They know what he, like they know who he is. So they have his picture. Like whatever. <sighs> Um, and so he sees that they're taking Nora, and it's like, da-da-da. And so um, this is when the guards take Oswald back to his cell after his super fun three-minute psychiatric session. Mm-hmm. 
And this was really creepy because we hear this laughter from the cell across from him. This yes, we maniacal do. laughter. It was not the joke. And I was like, and that was my first thought. Like, excuse me. Goodness. Are we going to get this Joker thing going like again? But it's, it's the guy, Nigel, that we saw earlier and he's doing this really creepy giggle and he comes to the, he comes to the, like the window of his cell and he's repeating, see no evil, uh, see no evil, hear no evil, do no evil, do no evil. And he's gouged his own eyes out. Well, Penguin hears him and is very, con- are you okay? Yeah. He's genuinely concerned and yeah. he sees these eyes are just bloody sockets. And the, it was really creepy. Well, and they throw Penguin back into his cell and yep. they do nothing. Yeah. I would be concerned as an inmate. Like, are you not going to address this situation? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, But it mm -hmm. was. It was really between the laughter and I wasn't expecting it. And when he turns around and it's just eye sockets, I was like, holy Holy shit. shit, Yeah. Like, that was really creepy. This show is really taking off. So I was like, A plus job, guys. Very interesting. So, yeah. Um, So, you know, therapy's not going well for everyone. Um, Anyone? (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so we go to the GCPD and um, Jim and Harvey are there talking to Nora. And um, they're basically like, we're going to find your crazy ass husband. And she's like, I don't know where he is. And um, Jim's like, we're going to we're going to charge you with obstruction of justice. And uh, she's like, yeah, bitch, I'm dying. So there's that. And he's just trying to save me. And, you know, and she won't she won't give him up. But the thing is. According, if correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that according to the law, you can't speak to incriminate yourself or your spouse. You, I you're protected to keep from incriminating your spouse. You can, uh, and I think, but I think you have to like invoke the right or give up the right if you do speak against them or whatever. Like, yeah, but then again, timeless. This is before the Constitution. Whatever. I don't know. Yeah, like I don't know that, but you're you're right. Um, so we go to Ed, and he's he's just doing his Ed scientist morgue business, and um, he's got the pharmacist corpse on the table. You forgot the most important part. What Bullock asks her how to pronounce her last name. <gasps> oh, he does. He's like, how how do you pronounce her last just name properly? And she's like, fries. And he's like, he looks at Jim like, mm hmm. Whatever. You owe me a foot rub tonight, baby. <laughs> I don't know. Whose house is Jim staying at this week? <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. Because <laughs> he doesn't have one he of his own. He could be staying at Ed's for all we know. Yeah. Um, Ed is running like a bed and breakfast now. Um, <laughs> released a bed. And so we go back to Ed. And uh, he's got the pharmacist corpse. And we see him bustling about and doing his little business. And um, meanwhile, uh, Victor shows up to the station and he, he wants to speak to Jim, but this is when Alvarez is there. And we were like, oh, Alvarez. Um, and Alvarez is like, why, why do you need to talk to him? And Victor's like, I'm the guy that's been freezing people. And he's like, yeah, you and like five other people. Um, go sit and wait in line. And you can, you know, you can give us your confession. And Victor's like, what the fuck just happened? <laughs> <laughs> I know, but seriously. Yeah. What the fuck just happened? Why? Because he's got Nora's pills. It is Gotham, though. Yeah. But he's got Nora's pills, which I thought was a good reason for him to show up. Well, he's. Br- I think he's wanting to bring the pills to her. Yes. That was the whole point. Because if she has another attack, she's, there's a good exactly, chance she's Exactly, because dead. he had gone to the pharmacy to get the pills to bring to her. Exactly. And he is... 
Exactly. Doing to its conclusion and... And so this is when we go back to Ed and he steps out for a second and then he shows back up again. And I, and I will say, like, I expected him to drop the little tube, uh, the test, tra- test yeah. tube. But yeah. he didn't. He, he didn't. Just, I'm very proud of he him. He goes back and then he kind well, of just looks know, behind him and he's like, the corpse is gone. He's getting used to these things happening, though. Yeah. You've got to admit. So. And he probably had to go, okay, did I fracture my psyche again and <laughs> do something without me remembering he's trying it. to think it through. Have my, are my glasses off? No, my glasses are on. I was expecting the guy to have melted again. I thought so, too. I thought... Um, but this is when the pharmacist, who should have been the one that got hit with the car, the security guard should have been the one to mm-hmm. be alive, mm-hmm. but whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, because the pharmacist is, like, staggering through up to the, like, the desk sergeant. And am I dead? He's like, am, am I dead? Am I dead? Because he's, like, all shivering, and he's got this his blanket clasped around him. And this is when Victor sees him, and he's like, holy shit, it worked. And he sees the A16 on his arm. Okay, so here's the question you asked. And I think it was a valid question. How in the hell is he riding on these people after they're frozen, and it still be on there when they're thawed out? Yeah, don't know. Makes no sense. None. I mean, Sharpie ain't gonna work. No. No. And I don't think he had time for a tattoo. No, like, hold still, I'm going to write this number on you, and then I'm going to freeze you. Then I'm going to freeze you. No, no I don't see how that, that happening. Works. No. Um, and so, but yeah, so apparently A16 is is the... Uh, is A-OK? Is A-OK. And um, so <laughs> the uh, the police are, like, you know, figuring out what the fuck's going on with this with this frozen guy. And uh, Victor, uh, he sees Victor, and he starts freaking out. And this is when Victor slips out. Well, he says, I'm coming for you, Nora. Yeah. And all I can think of is, I'm coming, coming for, for you, Barbara. Barbara. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, no. Yeah. Um, and so this is our final scene. And um, we're at Arkham and Dr. Hugo Strange, Dr. Strange, not that one, um, takes the elevator. Talk about crossover. I know. He takes this elevator down to uh, this like super secret lab. And as, as it's going down, I'm like, Indian Hill, Indian Hill, Indian Hill. What else and is it, it going to be? It's Indian Hill. Of course it is. I'm so excited. And um, so he goes down and he. Um, he's making notes about uh, Penguin. Yes. Uh, the, apparently he's got Penguin slated for some extreme treatment. Well, he's narcissism, megalomania, and an unhealthy relationship with his mother. Durr. Did he just describe me? No, you're not megalomaniacal or egotistical. Okay. I don't think you have a bad relationship with your mom. Mm. Fair I to, like my mother. Fair to Midland. That's okay. Um, so then this this is when uh, Strange meets with um, this uh, female, like... Miss Peabody. It's Miss Peabody. Miss Peabody. And, um, I have no idea who she is. Yeah, but that's what but she's I got excited. as. And uh, he gives her, or she gives him a status report. And um, Hugo apparently is told that, by the way, uh, Doctor Strange, not they, the Marvel one. They make a reference to Firefly. They do, because the, the firebug is not doing well, apparently. She's not cooperating. She's not cooperating. Um, mm. But also, um, by the way, somebody has solved your cryogenic reanimation problem. No! And Strange looks at the newspaper and he's like, that can't be true. I'm years away from figuring that out. And da 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 and this is when she shows him the newspaper. Uh, the papers are calling him Mr. Freeze. Dun, da, da. Da, da, da. But you got to admit, Hugo Strange takes the news well. 
He does because he's very interested. Um, we can get that guy into into Indian Hill, and it'll be great. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll, be, it'll fine. be fine. Um. So yeah, I was I was pretty. That's our episode, and I was I was pretty jazzed to see B D Wong as yes. Hugo Strange. I thought that's, I think that's going to be good. And Victor Freeze is hot. I know, right? I mean, fries. They introduced Freeze. two major characters mm-hmm. seamlessly. Yep. I mean, I know we've accused, like I said, we've accused the show of being really jumpy. And you, ha- doing this recap, and I'm reading along with you, boy, this sh- episode was pretty damn jumpy. But, but it followed a storyline. And it wasn't like, Bruce is over here doing something else, and then you've got Alfred over here doing something else, and then you've got this weird, like, the the Theo Galavan crap over here. Yeah. So I think, like, it's fine that it's jumpy because we can cover a lot of stuff, but if you kind of keep it in the same... Well, it's like, before we've seen them take two stories and then merge them together halfway through and mm-hmm. then end with it. With this one, they've got two stories together, two threads together, which would be Penguin and Jim. Mm-hmm. And then they untwine from themselves and yeah. then they start going in two different directions. Yeah. But then we see right there at the end when Hugo Come Strange back. does the connection to Freeze, it all squeezes right back together. Yeah. So I was, I was it's really... It's not disjointed. Yeah, I was really happy with this episode. I thought it was this, a good, strong uh, way to come back. It was a very strong episode, and they hit a lot of high points, but I really, really, really missed Bruce. Bruce and Alfred, I was yeah. really looking forward to seeing some Bruce. Yeah. I wonder if he's gone back to their little place in um, Switzerland. Might be. To recover again. Yeah. yeah. He needs to quit getting involved with, like, he these really crazy does. folk. And so, like, as much as I love James Frain, I'm kind of glad Theo's gone. Is he? Is he? I don't know. Jim shot him. I've read some things. Really? What if? Oh, oh. What if he turns uh-huh. in it? What if he turns in it like? Because I'm thinking they dumped him in the river because it was right there. No, remember they sh- he with the Indian hill with the big umbrella in his throat. Remember? <gasps> oh, uh-huh. yeah. I forgot uh-huh. about that. Is he gone? I Is he? They could turn him into so many different villains. Oh, I know exactly who they're going to turn him into. <gasps> can we? Can you? Can we? Can we? You want a spoiler section? It? Yeah, I can. Okay, let's, I'm happy let's, to do let's it. Let's wait and talk about a few more things, and then we can okay. spoiler it. Okay, because yeah, I've read things. I have to know these things. Okay. Um. So the Tabitha thing I could have done without. Like Tabitha does nothing for me at this point. Um. I'm more interested in Butch, but I'm kind of sad that Butch seems unhappy. Well, I don't think Butch is leader material. I don't think he is either. Uh, I think he's uh, more of a follower. Yeah. He doesn't know what to do. And I think he's t- he's tired. He's exhausted. He's an enforcer. Yeah. That's what he does. Yeah. And, and so. I will say, like, I think he's good at strategy and stuff because he's helped with Penguin and he's helped with Fish. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's not the guy to be in charge and have that weight on his shoulders because he does. He looks tired. He looks exhausted. Um, I want to know where Barbara is. Yes. And, well... Uh, and what? Well, at least know what's going on with her. We haven't seen her. When well, but, she will awaken from her coma. But we don't need to hit again. Hit every single thing. But I want to. Yeah. But the thing, the point I'm trying to make, I think, <laughs> is I'm interested. It's it's got me hooked. Yes, because this was a really late return. It really was for a show. I mean, because I know they had the X Files thing, and so yes, it got put push back like about six weeks i think now abc does the agent carter in the middle of agents of shield but that's right. all the same 
story. Yes. Yeah, in a way universe, where X, X-Files has nothing to do with Gotham. Yeah. So we, we, cause I didn't watch X-Files. I didn't either. I thought, I thought it was a bit of a gamble to wait this long. Yeah. Oh, it's been so long. I never, well, see, I never watched X-Files to begin with. Yeah. I didn't watch it back then. Oh, so okay. I didn't watch it now. I just don't have an interest in it. Yeah. Um, there's only so much alien I can hear. I know. I know. So I'm like, I'm more of horror than alien. Anyway, um, but it really, like within the first few minutes, I was like, oh my God, I miss this show so yeah. much. Yeah. God, so. can you imagine how much we would love this show if Jim wasn't like Jim? <laughs> if he was like, you know, a character. Yeah. With emotions and yeah. feelings. Yeah. And morals. And <laughs> yeah, it'd be great, right? dilemmas that actually affected how he felt i'm like can we just make ed a cop and then have ed and harvey be partners and i, I would know. like love that i know oh there's um one of the background cops made an appearance and i can't joe i think joe the cop made an okay. appearance back i saw him on i saw him on twitter oh okay uh that he's made an appearance he's just one of those background cops that cool. appears in episodes and it, was, and it was good to see alvarez too it was we did get to see alvarez as opposed to just a random different cop every single time like yeah. we kind of saw at the beginning yeah but then we get alvarez who is a canon character yeah you know what i want to know where are they uh yeah montoya and allen montoya and allen they just disappeared went to go canvas and never came back and nobody's questioned it they were killed by some bums at the dock they finally, you know, I bet the bums were like, listen, you bastards are here That's every enough. fucking day. That's enough. I don't know anything about Jim fucking Gordon. And they just killed him. Because they would be having a ball with this shit right oh, now. Oh, you know they would. But they just. God, the mayor was, you know, crooked. and They yeah. went out on a case and have never <laughs> come back. <laughs> I mean, we haven't seen them since <laughs> season one, right? Right. Wow. We have not seen them. Because Alvarez is. A can- canonical character. They were canonical characters because um, Montoya was involved with uh, Barbara. Yeah, that whole storyline just whoosh, gone. They've uh, they've gone to Mandyville, which is something that got coined after West Wing. Oh, there was uh, somebody a character called Mandy in the first season. She was all up in it, and nobody really liked her. Like the the audience just didn't connect with her. And mm-hmm. Sorkin was done with her story. They never explained what happened to her. She's just gone, so we call it Mandyville. Oh. And so they've gone to Mandyville. They've gone to Mandyville. Are they? Yeah. Can't, well, we can't say they're with the kindred. We can't. No. Oh. But I bet Mandyville's in the backlit woods. It probably is. Okay. Um. So, okay. And and I just thought of a spoilery thing that we can talk okay. about, too. Are we ready? Yeah. Dilly-doo. So, dilly-doo. You've dilly-doo, been warned. Dilly-doo. Dilly-doo. Okay. Fish is coming back. Oh, I know. That's That's like... I was so excited. Confirmed. I was like, yeah. That is confirmed. That is absolutely confirmed. So, yeah. But they kind of. I saw an an interview with uh, Robin Lord Taylor. Yeah. Confirming that the hair we saw in Indian Hills is in fact, that is fish. So, but the announcement that I read, they were like, well, I hope we can get Jada back. Like they're bringing fish back, but I don't know if Jada's coming back as fish. I've heard that she's confirmed. Oh, thank God. Yes. Because I was worried about that. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to feel about that because Jada killed it as fish. Let me, let me look it up real quick. I'm so excited. That has so many fun possibilities. Confirmed. Yay. Jada Pinkett Smith has signed on. Oh, thank God. To reprise her role. Oh, that was great. Because you know she's going to walk in to wherever the hell Butch is and be like, I leave you alone for six fucking months. (laughs) What have you done? Why is your, where is your hand? Why do you have a drill bit in your hand? How do you turn that on and off, Butch? God. 
Where's your switch? Yeah. And she, <gasps> if Butch is partnering with Tabitha, that means when Fish comes back, Fish gonna kick Tabitha's ass. Ooh, ooh, I like it. I'm excited. I'm even more excited because mm-hmm. I really like Fish. She's one of my favies. Okay, mm-hmm. so what was the spoilery thing you read about Theo? Okay, I I can't find... Oh, hold on. Wait, maybe this is it. I was about to say, I can't find where I read it before, but I think this is it. Um, well, Theo Galavan is a part of St. Dumas. Right, right. Asriel. Oh. St. Dumas. And there, there was some speculation before he got deaded to. Gotham's Asriel arrives on set, reveals identity. Oh. <gasps> They have set photos of Asriel. We knew Asriel was coming. Okay. Uh, Can you post a link to that in the show notes? It's a spoiler. I don't know. I know. If I'll I want put, to. We'll put a note on it that it's a spoilery article. Okay. Um, so is, is it James Frayne? Or is it some other dude and we're just getting Asriel? Well, you tell me. Is that James Frayne? <gasps> he looks really cool too. I'm sorry, I probably just blew out everybody's earbuds because I made lots of noise. So, <gasps> oh, he looks really cool, and he's got scruff. <sighs> My body is ready. He looks like Assassin's Creed shit, yeah, he man. Because I really like James Frayne. I know you do. So. Because he cropped up in Leverage, and I texted you, and I was like, Jesus, this man is in everything. Well, he cropped up in um, Grim, you Grimm. Said, yeah. So. But, yeah. So, yay. I'm so excited. Like, I, think well, I was excited really that we finally got confirmed. Because we've talked about, is he going to be Azrael? Is Azrael going to come up from somewhere else? Because Azrael is kind of a anti-hero kind of thing yeah he's very borderline sometimes he's good sometimes he's bad he really wanted to take over for batman at some point this makes him way older and this puts a lot of influence on what batman becomes but also if i remember correctly which i could be wrong but i think asriel is also an inherited title type thing yeah because we talked about not just saint dumas being you know uh, an organization that stretches back over generations well, this could be where where Batman Bruce Wayne gets a lot of his mm-hmm. influence for a Batman. Mm-hmm. So that's really cool. I'm excited about that. Yay! So again, sorry for your eardrums, but I got very excited. Okay, I have a. It's called. It's just a link. It's called spoiler link. So if you hover over it at your own demise. Yeah. All right. It's in the show notes now. Whereas I am a spoiler whore and do not care. But you're like if you go to iTunes. You yeah. can't like click on it from iTunes. You have to actually go to our website. Yeah. And click on it. To see it. So cool. you have to go looking for it. Yep. But it's called Spoiler Link. <laughs> um, I'm well, excited. Anyway, but if you've listened to the spoiler section, you already know. Surprise. <clears throat> but it's safe. Those are the big things that. Uh, the fish was the big thing that I remember from the hiatus. Yeah, see, I remember that. I remember seeing that. Because you uh, sent that to me. I did. You were like, you were right. You were right. And I knew you, I mean, I knew you were right, but. Yeah. There you go. So, yeah, there we go. There's Yay. our spoiler stuff. I can't wait. All right, so you, do you have anything else? I'm good. All right, I was, I was pleased. I was as well. All, All right. right, guys. Um, show comes on Monday nights. We record on Wednesday nights. So, yep, so send us some feedback. That's your feedback window. Do it. Do it. All right. Thank you for for listening, listening, guys.